Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome, welcome everyone to the Unapologetically Black series right here on Black Women Connecting Communities. And on today's episode, we'll be talking to black leaders in the community. So you guys got to stay tuned as we talk about the importance of giving back and why it needs to be done. We'll be right back. Welcome, ladies. Welcome, 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 everyone. Again, let me bring my BWCC ladies and sisters up so we can see everybody. Hey, 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 y'all. I'm talking about see everybody. You can't even see me. (laughs) There you are. Hey. I am here. How are you ladies doing? Very good. We missed you. We missed you, Boogie. That thing called the crazy internet. It's 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 doing something tricky right now. I'm not sure what's really going on right now. It is. It's not just on your side. Hey Renee. Hi, how are you? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm excited for you ladies to be here. And Chris is here too, but she'll be with us a little bit later. So um, we have the crew. By the end of the the last day of the series, we have included most of the crew. So that's really, really good. (laughs) So um, we want to start it off basically with talking about uh, the importance of community service since our, uh, this episode is about community. Start it off like that. Yay. Yeah, for sure. We uh, definitely love to build relationships in the community with the community and everything else is going on. And we like to share information and we have some amazing guests who are going to be joining us tonight to share what they have going on in their community. Yes, I'm really excited for today's show too. tonight's show. Actually, Um, we had a really good chat backstage 
So I know that these ladies are going to bring a lot of energy, a lot of synergy, um, and just talk about what's being done for our young people, um, for our elderly, older folks, just from one end of the spectrum to the other uh, of our family members and people every day that need help, um, that we might not know need help. And now we're going to find out how we can begin to see these people and how we can begin to reach out and help them. Absolutely. Yes, I'm super excited about that. I am. Mm-hmm. And I want to, um, before we get more into the um, community service talk, I just want to mention some of our special guests tonight. We have Miss Karen Jordan. She's going to join us in the next segment. And she's actually um, taking the place of Francesca. Shout out to Francesca. Happy birthday, Francesca's mommy. <laughs> we got to give that birthday oh, shout out. She's spending yes. time with her mom for her birthday, and it's all about family. So, Miss Jordan will be mm-hmm. taking her place today. We'll be talking to her soon. Um, and she's going to be giving us more information about Israel's Promised Land Foundation. So, we'll be talking to her about that. And then we have Montre Dupree. She'll be coming up. And Montre has been on. She was on our survivorship show, actually. Right. Yes. Mm-hmm. So you guys have already heard and seen Montre, but she's back to talk to us about community because she herself does a lot of community outreach. So she'll be talking to us about some of the many things that she has been involved in in the community and some of the new things that she has going on. Um, and also, we'll be talking to Miss Sharon Parker of Rosa Inc. And I'm so excited. Miss Sharon hasn't been on the podcast yet, but she's on tonight and she has a lot of great, great information for you guys. And I'm I'm not gonna give out too much about that because I want her to get into it. And she also has a youth portion to it that I want her to mention. So I'm just gonna say that. Um also got a shout out. We were supposed to have Miss Trista Billingsley on and she had a family emergency. So definitely want to send her our um thoughts. You're in our thoughts and prayers tonight. And uh, we'll have her on the show at a later time. So, more about community service, ladies. I want to ask you both, when is the last time that um, you did some community service? Because I know it was recent. <laughs> I know it was the last, the last month Definitely or so. Definitely for sure. Girl Scouts, Girl Scouts, Girl Scouts. It's Girl Scout cookie time. So, definitely out in the community doing that. Yeah, and um, actually, my job is is community outreach, so I do a lot of community service that way. I think the the biggest thing I did last was Toys for Tots around Christmas. Um, yes. That's one of my favorite things to do each year. Absolutely love that. Let, mm-hmm. Love to see the babies smile on their faces when they get those toys during Christmas. That was the best. Mm-hmm. And the parents, when they get those big bags of, of toys to give to their kids. Um, yeah, they're like, they, all this for us? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, they do a really great job in um, supplying them with some amazing gifts. Mm-hmm. Let's see, what is the last thing I've done while I'm asking you guys this question? Mm. <laughs> well, we did the community thing at the church, right? Mm-hmm, the community cleanup. Oh yeah, you're mm-hmm. right. We did a community cleanup. We did a basket of chair. Mm-hmm. Um, we did do some stuff. You know how my brain. We, did. we had guys. a wig drive. You, yes. you guys do something different every week, every month. You have a 
We do. Have a drive. Do. <laughs> you do. I'm sorry. I see, it's, it's so much going on that it just floods my brain and it's it goes blank. Sorry. <laughs> I'm glad you guys are here to help me out. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's what we do. Yep. We we are in the community, um, checking out those unsung heroes. Of course, we got to. We have to lift up the the members and the people getting things done in the community. Lift them up, highlight them, feature them. Um, Put them on Front Street any way that we can because it's all about giving back to the community. And when you do things for others, uh, I definitely believe you you get blessings onto yourselves. Okay? When you do things for others selflessly, you shouldn't be looking for anything back from that. And that's yeah. how you give back to the community. You just do it out of the kindness of your heart or your move to do it. Um, any any feelings like that? Yes. It's such a blessing. So we're Absolutely. Gonna, gratitude. We're going to go to a, a commercial break we're going to play some music and for those of you guys who don't know and you're just joining us for the first time this evening if you want to listen to the music you have to tune into our page on wild radio right there on the screen down below go to uh, www.wowuradio.net backslash blk women cc i spell that for those who are just listening you gotta go to uh, w-o-w the letter U radio.net slash B L K women C C. If you want to listen to the music, if you're watching this visually, we're going to go to break. You'll see some great graphics going with some advertisements, but the only thing you'll be hearing is elevator music. <laughs> so if you want to listen to the tune, you gotta go to wild radio. So the song that we actually have um, coming up is harvest for the world. And that is mm. by boop. I should have had this up. The Isley Brothers. <laughs> I should have already knew this. Yes. <laughs> Harvest for the World. I'm going to Black Radio. I'm going to Wow Radio right now. You should. So you can listen to it if you don't want to hear the elevated music. <laughs> so keep <laughs> it locked right here to Wow Radio, Black Women Connected Communities. This is our unapologetically Black series. Talking about community today. We'll be right back.
Did you know that BWCC is now streaming on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and iHeartRadio? Yep, that's right. Go to any of these platforms and search Black Women Connecting Communities. That's Black Women Connecting, C-O-N-N-E-X-T-I-N-G Communities. Follow us and add us to your list of favorite podcasts. Welcome, welcome back, everybody, to Black Women Connecting Communities right here on Wild Radio. And you have joined us for our Unapologetically Black series. So, ladies. community, what ladies, these ladies are doing in the community. And our first guest will be Miss Karen Parker. No, I'm sorry. Let me get it together. Miss Karen <laughs> Jordan, which is with Israel's Promised Land Foundation. No tongue tied because, you know, the 70 degrees weather got me a little confused a little bit. So I'm a little confused. <laughs> But let me, let me, I want to give you your proper introduction. Please welcome Miss Karen Jordan from Israel Promised Land Foundation. Hi, Miss Jordan. How you doing? Good evening, ladies. Thank you so much for having me. I'm very excited to be here on this warm 70 degree weather day. <laughs> right. right. So the Georgia peach is here joining us, bringing us that warm weather. Can you stay with us for the rest of the weekend so we can keep it? I, I wish. I wish. I love it. I love it. I can't wait till summer. Yeah, I understand. So tell us, give us a little bit more information about your foundation. Okay. Israel's Promised Land uh, Foundation focuses on helping underserved, at-risk youth and foster care youth. Um, so many of them um, just don't get all the things that they need. So what we want to do is come in and give them the resources that they need to help them become contributing members of society. Um, we focus on job training, life skills training, and basic resources. Whatever their needs are, we want to make sure that we come in and give it to them because they are the core of who we are as a community. As we continue to go through um, all the things we go through, we are raising our children and they are up next. And so we need to make sure that they were prepared. And we focus in on those who are at most risk and need the most help from us. So it's a huge thing that we want to do in the community from doing classes to doing field trips to just teaching them basic skills that they might not otherwise get an opportunity to experience. Right. I understand. So um, due to COVID, how has that challenged your organization with helping and how has the reaction been uh, with the youth wanting to get this type of training that you all provide? 
Uh, well, you know, that's a huge challenge. That is, um, you know, because with children, hands on um, showing up, that's huge for them. They need to be able to trust you. They need to be able to depend on you. And when you have that absence of presence, then it makes it very difficult. So um, like any other organization, we just have to adapt. Um, we've got to step back and we still show up. I mean, we have an opportunity to reach out to different organizations and find out where the need is and then come in and provide the resources. So the hands-on training, um, skills training, job training, that stuff has had to take a back seat, but we are definitely moving towards um, getting back into that. Um, you know, the latest information and numbers on COVID um has definitely um, subsided and we're focused on doing um, some scholarships and what we call IPL packs. Um, so Israel's promised land, uh, but it also stands for it's uh, packaged in love. And we provide all sorts of things from educational information, books and pamphlets and worksheets, um, socks, um, undergarments for boys, for girls, uh, we provide them with um, PPE, you know, uh, protective um, gear, mm -hmm. masks, and um, all the things that they would need, um, clothing. Um, and we're proud to be able to provide them with clothing that are from Black brands and not just anything and everything, but, um, you know, trying to make sure we focus in and, and guide them into something that's going to be familiar and comfortable for them. And then ultimately, we really want to move towards doing a school. Uh, that's not something that we can do right now, but we are definitely um, uh, praying for all the resources we can get so that we can move in that direction and just educate them. You know, K through 12 is, is definitely a good place to be, but we want to make sure that we're preparing them to go out into the real world when they become adults. And that means working, that, so they need job training. Um, that means giving them um, some life skills training, um, how to interact with people when, you know, maybe you don't have the best relationship with them or personality. Um, that means um, knowing how to do your own laundry. That means knowing how to go shopping, um, knowing how to order food at a restaurant. Um, so many things that come into play that, you know, they might not otherwise get. Um, I think, you know, some of us obviously might take that for granted when you're in a setting with your parents, your birth parents, and then that family setting that you don't get if you're moving homes, you know, every year, twice or three times a year for different reasons. It's, um, it can be devastating. Yeah, and you'll be surprised at just basic life skills or some of the things that they really do need what help with. Absolutely. Absolutely. So I had a question. Where where do you find the kids that you work with? Um, it's um all sorts of places, honestly. Um we make a lot of connections with other um charitable groups um to find out what you know needs that they have, um counselors at the schools, um advocates at the hospital systems. Um, we are um, connected with um, resource officers in the juvenile um, system. When I tell you, um, you'd be surprised when people know that you are available and can provide help, 
then um, they start coming out. I mean, you you would really just even uh, going in the grocery store and, and, and talking to someone, um, you find out that people, oh, I worked in this and oh, you know, I work in the court system and we're always looking for people to help the youth that comes through there. And so that's the, the primary, you know, is making those connections with those organizations. Um, DFACS, welfare, um, there's so many um, that, you know, um, the WIC program um, and various counties have different types of organizations that help uh, family, women uh, transition from one situation, hopefully to a better situation, permanent housing. And that's a great resource as well to reach out to the children. So it's not just foster care, uh, but it's at risk and also underserved. So we're, we don't turn anybody away. If there is a need, then we want to step in and also connecting with the schools. That's a, that's a major one. Right. So if someone wants to help or assist with your foundation, how can they get in touch with you and how can they go about doing that? Um, that is a, that's a great question. Uh, we are open to most things. Um, if you are looking to, um, find out more information about Israel's Promised Land Foundation, you can hit us up, um, on our website, which is riseipl.org. Uh, there's also, um, social media, Facebook and LinkedIn and Instagram, um, and, Twitter also, and our handle remains the same at R I S E I P L. And um, that's how you can find us. Contact information is there, uh, cash donations, obviously, uh, but also um, just all of the things that a child would need um, to get by, um, even into adulthood. Um, we even put together scholarships for kids that are looking to transition out of high school and go to school. We want to make sure that they have uh, some of those basic needs from dorm room necessities, bathroom necessities, kitchen necessities, um, because a lot of times they just don't have all the things that they need. So we want to step in and Anybody who would like to help, uh, we are here. Um, you can reach us on our um, social media or our website and contact information definitely lives there. So we can be called, we can be emailed, and there's a mailing address too. I guess it would help if I turn the mute off. Yeah. So again, I said, <laughs> organization is amazing. We thank you so much for Absolutely. joining us. And again, we have that information. Uh, if we want to get anybody wants to get in contact with you, and yeah, I wish you much success, much more success, and I'm sure it's going to be. Absolutely. Thank you. Yes, I too enjoy hearing all about it. And we look forward to talking to you a little bit later in the show as well. Thank you. Other guests. Thank you, ladies. You're welcome. So, yes, that was Miss Jordan with Israel Promised Land Foundation. We're getting ready to take a break, but make sure you stay tuned with us with our Unapologetically Black series because we have the two more guests who's going to be joining us and then we're all going to be joining together to talk about some of the things and you know the things that we have going on in the community 
there are great things that are going on in our communities. And we definitely, Black Women Connecting communities, love to share that information. So make sure you keep it locked. Join us on Facebook, Instagram, StreamYard. Wherever they're streaming, there's us. So make sure you stay tuned in. And we'll be right back. I 
did you know that BWCC is now streaming on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and iHeartRadio? Yep, that's right. Go to any of these platforms and search Black Women Connecting Communities. That's Black Women Connecting, C-O-N-N-E-X-T-I-N-G, Communities. Follow us and add us to your list of favorite podcasts. Welcome, welcome back, everybody, to Black Women Connecting Communities. And we have a message from our segment sponsor, Lovely Number $5 Bling. You may think paparazzi is all about accessories, but it is really about to change. Changing the way you look, changing the way you feel, and building your confidence and financial freedom with affordable, fashionable accessories. Lakeisha Stephanie, owner of Lovely Five Bling, is a supporter of Black Women Connected Communities, and she has a special offer for our listeners. Go over right now to the Lovely Number Five Bling Facebook group. You got to type in free BWCC prize in the comment section of the post referencing to this podcast, and you'll receive a free paparazzi accessory. So right now, all you have to do is go to www.blkwomencc.com slash news, and you will definitely see that information. So again, if you would like to go to www.blkwomencc.com slash news, you will find the link to lovely number five bling Facebook group, and you can win a free BWCC prize. But now we got to get back to our show. Welcome, welcome, ladies. Hey, Boogie. Hey, Renee. Who is our next guest that we have up? Hello, hello, hello. Looks like we're back and we're ready to start um, our second interview segment. Uh, with another amazing woman in the community, Miss Montre Dupree, is joining us next. Evening, everyone. Good evening. Good evening, Miss Montre. Yes, Montre Dupree is. Board member of Arts and Humanity. You said I, I wasn't supposed to say that, but I need to say that because that's very important. <laughs> so, but he is definitely outreach in the community. When you see, when you look up in a dictionary, outreach community, you see Montre Dupree. <laughs> so, Montre, thank you so much for joining us. So, share with us what you have going on because you have quite a bit going on now. Absolutely. Well, first, thank you all for having me. And there is so much going on in the community. Um, I'm so happy to be on the show with this particular topic about giving back in the community and why it's so important. Uh, one of the things I enjoy about uh, community outreach is the ability to connect individuals who need services and individuals who have or offering those services to those in need. 
and I keep this sign, uh, believe it or not, I used to have this sign in my office here, says, I build a bridge between the resources of the community and the needs of my organization. And outreach, engagement, coordinators, specialists, grassroots organizers are extremely important uh, to the development and sustainability of our communities. Uh, we are the people who are making those one-on-one -on -one connections and um, then bringing services back to bringing services back to them that are needed. So it's all it's about strategy and impact, not just making an imprint in the community, but making an impact in the community. So one of the ways I've chosen to give back is I volunteer. Uh, I serve as secretary for the Veterans Commission of Prince George's County. Um, I connect veterans to services as well as take meeting notes. Uh, I deliver food to veterans also. And uh, I have been very fortunate to work with some very committed uh, elected officials as well. Uh, Mayor Jonathan Medlock from the city of District Heights. Uh, I've worked very closely with him in providing meals throughout the pandemic, PPEs. I don't think there was a weekend that went by where uh, we weren't serving uh, the community and my outreach in Prince George's County actually started in 2019. Uh, we did a program called Read Across District Heights, which was a literary program to bring books and uh, a brunch to the residents and children of the city. Every child received a book. Some families went home with uh, new bookshelves uh, filled with books also. Uh, and it's, it was all about literacy engagement in that particular event. But again, it's um, we have learned that it's definitely beyond books, uh, and it's about the actualization of services. Uh, another uh, organization that I've been working with is Top uh, 5 Ant Farm Music, 25 Keys for Kids. So this Christmas, we were able to provide free instruments to youth in Prince George's County Public Schools who had an interest in music. And I'm working on securing a partnership with Prince George's County so that we can, uh, with Prince George's County Public Schools, so that we can continue to identify youth and put instruments in their hands uh, as a means of um, just creating that, coddling their love of music and uh, as an alternative to uh, anything that is negative. Uh, and again, you know, music is a form of art, so it ties right into uh, my new uh, endeavor as a member of the Arts Council, Board of Directors for the Arts Council for Prince George's County. And the Arts Council is essential to uh, any community. It, it helps communities thrive. Uh, we represent artists. And as you know, uh, communities or our history can be found in art through music, through print media, through theater. And it's critical to sustain art, to keep art available um, in communities, uh, because there are so many different benefits to art, especially uh, as a mental health and ther the therapeutic benefits of art, as well as just the creative energy that flows. And again, the stories that are able to be told through art and its various mediums. So uh, that's kind of what I've been up to. Guys, have any questions? <laughs> I can't hear you, Lynn. Yeah, yeah. I meant to do that. You okay. know, I meant to do 
yeah. right? So we was just we was really just so engaged in everything that you have going on. I was saying that music is good for the soul. Yes. So, yeah. just, you know, that opportunity to allow um our youth to have those instruments to get out, you know, their their stress level or or to articulate what they have going on through music is amazing. Yes. Um, you know, music as, as musicians or as griots or as historians, uh, artists, um, the earrings I'm wearing are from a local artist. Uh, her name is Cody Hydra Jewelry. We do shout out to Black Women Connecting Communities. <laughs> and um, um, the interesting story, I met Cody through another girlfriend um, who was very, you know, fly. And I said, who did your, who, where did you get your earrings? And she said, Cody. And so when the African-American Arts Museum over in Brentwood had a call for artists, I reached out to Cody and said, hey, you should submit, you know, your work and see if you can get into the museum. And Cody was able to get her jewelry into the art store in the museum. So that's what it's about connecting and building our community, seeing seeing the connections and making it happen. Uh, one of the things uh, uh, with the Prince George's Arts Council, we have Arts Donation, which is a beautiful mm. store located at the harbor. Make sure you check it out uh, and support okay. local artisans there as, as well. Uh, I've picked up some really nice pieces from there, and I encourage everyone to get out and support our local artists. Um, we, this year, we're celebrating our 40th anniversary and we have several events that will be happening. I can shoot those over to you all after the program because it's just kind of a lengthy list. But uh, some of them include a trip going up to New York, uh, MJ the Musical, which features one of our very own Bowie State students who will be uh, in the musical. Uh, March, is, I'm sorry, April is Poetry Month. And so our local poet laureate, Sister Joy Alford, will be hosting events in April as well. So we have a lot of things going on with the Arts Council. Uh, be sure to uh, support the Arts Council to keep arts in your community. You know, I, I hear so many aspects of the arts that you're able to share with the community. And I know, especially with the um, fine arts and mental health, that really is a great way for um, adults and troubled youth to express themselves, especially if they feel that they're unable to excel maybe academically, they can do so in the arts. So I, I'd like to know, how does it make you feel to know that you can bridge this gap and um, help someone express themselves that might otherwise um, not be able to um, find a place where they can be, you know, find excellence? Uh, it makes me feel that I'm in my purpose, um, having lived experience um, with uh, my own mental health. And um, also, as you know, I was on the show about survivorship. So I'd even like to see an avenue where we can connect women who are transitioning through uh, domestic violence uh, to use their trade and their artistic skills uh, for economic uh, development and to uh, have economic freedom to transition into their new, to their new life. So I think that arts, um, arts just really is a gateway for so many different opportunities um, 
from the recipient, the person who is observing the art to the person who's creating it. It's uh, therapeutic on both ends. So I, I, I really love the arts of, in all its formats. Yes, there's a lot of healing in art, a lot of yes. healing in art. Yes, from music um, to taking a trip to the art gallery. A few years ago, I went down to the uh, National Photo uh, Museum. It was the Garden, Gordon Parks exhibit. That's okay. So actually, Gordon Parks created the first selfie. If anyone knows who Gordon Parks is, he's the African American photographer with the taking the picture of himself. Uh, and while I was there, I had brunch with a stranger who decided she was taking a Sunday off and you know going to the museum. And I took an opportunity and I actually had lunch with a stranger over art in Gordon Parks. So uh, art definitely has a way of bridging and building um, connections. Stevie Wonder said in his song, music is a world within itself with a language we all understand with an equal opportunity for all to sing, clap, and what is it? Sing, dance, and clap their hands. So in art, we can find community. <laughs> yes, and I can feel it all over. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. You don't call me Al Boogie for nothing. <laughs> I, yes. I don't even need music. Just the rhythm of my heart just makes me move. I love yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> See you another day. But thank you so much for sharing your great information. You're always in the community, and I'm, you know, we love having you join us when you come on because you're a wealth of information to share about arts. And congratulations on your being a board member on the arts and humanity, um, uh, that part. And yeah, so if someone wants to get in contact with you or trying to find things to do that has pertained to art or whatever you're doing, Montre, because you do a lot, how can we follow you? Where can um, we find that information of what's going on? Uh, email Dupree at gmail.com. I'm on Facebook. I'm on, not really active on Twitter. But I'm on Instagram and uh, the Arts Council page is pghac.org. Also, really, really quick, um, I want to touch back on the previous guests uh, about uh, foster youth. Um, don't forget our foster youth, uh, those who are, uh, they're unseen, but they still have needs. Uh, as a former outreach uh, coordinator for an organization that uh, supported youth in care, I definitely understand the importance of uh, making sure that they are transitioning safely out of foster care. Um, and also don't forget our veterans, um, our veterans and our seniors. So if you have uh, seniors in your community, build a bridge, build a connection to your seniors and veterans because uh, they also uh, have needs. And many of them, what I learned throughout the pandemic, there's so many seniors who are uh, able-bodied but living alone and who can definitely benefit from the support and engagement of their community members, even if it's just a phone call uh, to check in once a week. But um, let's remember those who... Um, are more are more vulnerable than others. That's it. 
That is definitely important. Thank you so much for sharing that because, yeah, we do do that. We oh, can I just say that. one more thing really, yeah, really quickly? Sure. Go for it. Go for it. So, I, I, have to shout, I have to shout out my uncle. Uh, today, I opened my mail, and this card was in my mailbox. You are, you are Black history fact in the making. You're on the come up and making sure others are coming up with you. That's power, that's grace, that's love, that's you push on from my uncle. And I thought this this card made my day. This was the highlight of my entire day to receive that card today. So I say that back to each of you to continue to push on. Thank you so much. Wow, that's powerful. That is so powerful. Thank yeah, I've never received a Black history card. Who knew? But who knew? <laughs> Just brighten your day. Yes, you know, that was great. I love, like, what we need to start going back to is, um, I'm sorry, I'm going to give you a quick, but what we really need to start going back to is writing handwritten notes and just send them in the mail to very, to random people. Because it's such a surprise when you get a card, you know, a handwritten card, any type of card. It's just wonderful. Thank you for sharing that. So I believe Chris is going to be uh, sharing something with us shortly. I'm going to mute myself again. Okay, okay, you guys, can you hear me? I hope everybody can hear me clearly. Uh, We do have a sponsor for our show today, and this sponsorship is brought to you by Lovely $5 Bling. You may think paparazzi is all about accessories, but it is really about change. Changing the way you look, changing the way you feel, and building your confidence and financial freedom with affordable, fashionable accessories. Lakeisha Stephanie, owner of Lovely $5 Bling, is a supporter of Black Women Connected Communities. And she has a special offer for all of our listeners. So if you go over right now to the Lovely $5 Bling Facebook group, all you got to do is type in free BWCC prize in the comment section of the post that is referring to this podcast and you'll receive a free paparazzi accessory. So go right now to www.blkwomencc.com slash news to find the link to the lovely $5 Facebook group. So Right now, go to www.blkwomencc.com slash news to find the link to get your free prize from the lovely $5 Bing Bling Facebook group. So we're going to take a quick commercial break and we'll be right back. Um, If you want to hear the music, of course, all you guys have to do is go right over to BWCC um, on WOW Radio. So that's wowuradio.net bwc slash bwcc and coming up we have man in the mirror by michael jackson we'll be right back i'm gonna make a change for once in my life Gonna feel real good, gonna make a difference, gonna make it right. As I turn up the car. 
Hey guys, this is Ty Flood, founder of the Austin Women of Empowerment Group, also known as the AWE Group. And the AWE Group is a mental health organization and support group geared towards providing various resources, wellness programs, and encouragement to women and families who are living with a mental health condition. Connect with us by visiting theallgroup.org or follow us on Instagram or Facebook under at the AWE Group. That's T-H-E-A-W-E Group. Welcome back to Unapologetically Me. I mean, not me, but, you know, Black Series, Black Women Connecting Communities. We had so many great uh, information. And it's been great. So our next guest, sorry for the delay. Our next guest, we have one more guest coming up. And we're putting the icing on the cake because we, we have a whole cake. And now here's the icing. But we are coming up next with Miss Sharon Parker, president of Rosa Inc. Hello, Miss Parker. How Hello, are you? everyone. Hello. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. So Let's great get this to party have you. started. <laughs> yes, absolutely. You know, we have to eat the icing on the cake and that it the drum roll. Miss <laughs> Sharon Parker. Hi, Miss Parker. And thank you so much for joining us. And just tell us about your um organization, Rosa Inc. All right. Well, first, let me just tell you a little bit about me. Um, for those who don't know, I'm I'm the president of you know, Rosa, um, just, I'm a mom and a grandmom, guys. And, you know, I was born in the 60s, so I call myself a civil rights baby. Um, I got a little story, and I, and I wrote about it in my book, which is called True Synergy Work, Leading Within the mm-hmm. Seven Defining Principles of Knowing Yourself to Birth Greatness. And this book kind of birthed a lot of my life experience on what I do in the community, but you know, Rosa means remembering our ancestors' synergistic association, connecting. It was established back in 2008. That's right, the year that Barack Obama became president of the United States and his wonderful wife, Michelle Obama, started leading us in the community, especially with our youth. But anyway, I started the organization that year. Um, and people may have said, well, Sharon, you only started because of, you know, um, our president being Barack Obama. And I'm like, no, we started planning for it in 2007. So we were a little ahead of the game. But let me just also say, first of all, again, happy Black History Month 2022. And let me just also share that I've been hearing a lot of people talk about health and wellness and mental illness and all kinds of um, issues that's going on in the Black community. And I want you all to know 
that ASALA, which is the main organization for Black history, um, Dr. Um, Dr. Carter G. Woodson organization, theme for this year is the importance of Black health and wellness. So I want y'all to remember that. But anyway, yeah, so I started Rosa back in 2008. Over the last, I would say, eight years, we've been doing conferences. We've been bringing the community together. We have several programs that we support. Our youth program, I heard someone say RISE earlier um, on their platform. So we have a RISE program as well. And RISE for us means Rosa's Youth Empowerment Series. So what we do is we, you know, we don't recreate the wheel. When I did my business plan for Rosa, I did a lot of homework and I said, which organizations out there are really working with young people, working with adults and working with elders? So I came across the National Congress of Black Women, the National Urban League, so many different organizations that were already in place. So what I did was network with the leaders of those organizations and I brought young people on board with their organizations and they worked in their um, in their establishment, um, the Marionberry Summer Youth Program for about, what, five summers now, I've brought on young people into the National Congress of Black um, Black Women, and they worked directly with Dr. Ife Williams, worked on her national um, luncheon, which she does every year, help her plan it, have her make phone calls. So, you know, that's our youth program. I also have an elderly program where we go out and find people in the community with a story. Those who have overcame crimes, you know, and, 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 and struggles and, and just had a lot of things that they wanted to give back by telling their story. So they overcame challenges to tell their story of crime. And a lot of times that was people like in the ages of 70, 80. Um, we've done so many people who un unfortunately are no longer with us. But I would like to point out one lady. Her name was Virginia E. Hayes Williams, um, the former um, mayor of Washington, D.C., Anthony Williams. His mother actually was one of my clients who I worked with to tell her story. And she helped connect me with a lot of people in the community, which helped me be able to build connections. So back in 2013, we hosted our first conference. It was held in Washington, Washington D.C. at the LaFont Plaza Hotel, guys, back in 2000 in D.C. I mean, 2013. If you know anything about the LaFont Plaza Hotel, you know that that's where Benjamin Banneker helped, you know, LaFont actually map out Washington, D.C. So Rosa was one of those lucky ones who understood the history, brought people together, had professionals, had our youth teachers, doctors, you know, we had authors, business women, business uh, men come out and just share the story. So we're in 2022 and this year we'll be hosting our ninth annual conference and we held them each year. Even when COVID kicked in in 2020, we had to, you know, pivot a little bit, but we did it virtually. And I'm excited to share that my job is all about just sharing the positive side of African-American history and culture, um, inspiring individuals, especially our youth, to love themselves unconditionally, and also having us as adults work together so we can share our story, but share it in a means of just documenting your history, document where you come from. You know, you have to know yourself first before you know anyone else. So document your history. So um, I'm one of those, again, a baby boomer. I was born in Calvary County, Maryland. I don't know if you already know where that is, but it's like 45 minutes from Washington, D.C., 
straight down Pennsylvania Avenue. If you ever heard of Solomon's Island, that's where I'm from. But my family were one of the families who had that 40 acres in a mule and we kept it. So we have properties now that we're going to build um, land that we're going to build property on. Some other family members have already done so. But I inspire the community with my story. I talk about the power of five. I was five years old, guys, when Dr. Martin Luther King was assassinated. And I asked God, God, what is it? Why doesn't, you know, people like people of color? Why doesn't white people like people of color? And that was the same year he was assassinated. Me being a child, expecting to get an answer, didn't get one, went back to plan. 40 years later, he started answering my questions. Do your research, Sharon. Study African-American history and culture. Find out those who overcame struggles and share their story. Well, the answer was, wow, we are great. Blacks are brilliant. And sometimes when people want to suppress us or whatever, they make you feel like you're less than what you are. So Sharon, you got to turn that around. You got to go out there and inspire people to discover their true gifts, discover their story, and be leaders as we're looking forward today. So that's a lot, but I love it. <laughs> I can't hear you. I think, I think you're muted. We are. Oh, no, I need to recover from that. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. Where can we find your book? It's on Amazon. So just type in True Synergy Work and, you know, it'll pop right up. That's amazing. I mean, that that is definitely something that we need to encourage our youth to do is document our works and the things that we're doing in the community. Let's get it documented and teach them more about it. And, you know, read a book, read a book, you know, your, know your history, (laughs) (laughs) you know, they, they, they're getting away from that. You know, we need to bring the village back, you know, come a time when the village looks out for everyone and we're not wearing blinders. So we definitely exactly. need to definitely appreciate you and your work and what you're, what you're doing. Thank you. So how could, uh, how could someone get more information about the gala that's coming up? That sounded. Yeah. Amazing. So it's going to be on May 20, um, 20th to the 22nd. So it's going to be a conference slash retreat. When I held my first um, conference, it, it was a retreat. And then we did conferences the rest of the time. Now we're going to combine them. So definitely go to www.rosaliz.org. That's R-O-A-S-A. L-I-V as in Victor, E-S dot org. We also have a platform where we're teaching people how to birth projects. So we're calling it the www.themakingofyou.com. So um, they can go on both of those websites. I can't wait to share more about the www.themakingofyou.com because we just hosted a second graduation um, ceremony last Saturday where we're graduating people who are learning project management and they're learning about the five phases of building a project and taking it all the way through each phase and birthing it in the community. So we'll be sharing more about that at the conference as well. That sounds like that's going to be a lot of good information and just a lot of good opportunities for people to connect that yes. may have never met each other that that share some of the same goals and missions and to be inspired and encouraged by each other. Absolutely. Absolutely. And um, again, you know, 
I heard a few people mention five and I heard a few people mention power and grace and, you know, all of that. And that's what five represents. So um, since I wrote my book, I've been branding the power of five. So whenever you follow me on all my social media platforms, you will see that, you know, every time something, what I would call an auspicious occurrence happen and it's around five, I immediately say that's nothing but God. And I don't take any, you know, I don't take it for granted. If it's a book that I need to pick up, if it's an action I need to take, I jump on that action. And then once I jump on it, it just births so many wonderful things. So I'm just extremely happy that I've been able to brand my platform as, you know, the power of five. We love that. So we're going to take a quick break and possibly when we come back, you can share that power of five with us, with yes. us and our listeners. Yes. Yes. And thank you so much. We are going to continue our conversation with Ms. Sharon Parker. Thank you for joining us on our Unapologetically Black series. We'll be back. I hope you tune in and we're streaming everywhere. So I'm sure you're listening. So, but tell somebody else to listen too. So we'll be right back with Ms. Sharon Parker, president of La Rosa Inc. Stay tuned.
you know that BWCC is now streaming on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and iHeartRadio? Yep, that's right. Go to any of these platforms and search Black Women Connecting Communities. That's Black Women Connecting, C-O-N-N-E-X-T-I-N-G, Communities. Follow us and add us to your list of favorite podcasts. Welcome, welcome back, everyone, to Black hey, hey, hey. Connect the Community. Yes, yeah. you can hear this me. Is welcome, y'all. Hey, um, this is Chris. I am here. Welcome back to the um, Unapologetically Black BWCC Black History Specials. All right. Um, I have been in the background listening this whole time. This has been a great, listen, this has been a great show. First and foremost, the ladies are doing some phenomenal things in the community. I'm just so excited. And now I get to, we get to speak to like all of them. So I get to like catch up. So I'm going to bring on all of our guests, Miss Karen Jordan. All right. Miss Sharon Parker and Miss Von Street. Hey, ladies. So first and foremost, I was in the back and I heard all of your uh, stories and, and all the great work that you're doing in the community. I know Montre, I know Ms. Sharon Parker um, and Karen Jordan. It was a pleasure to meet so an extension of family through you know, Francesca and the, and the work that you guys are doing down in uh, Atlanta. So um, real quick, this is the last day of our Unapologetically Black series. And one of the things that we asked um, our other guests from the past shows is, what does it mean to you to be unapologetically Black? Okay. So I want to get that from you all as we uh, wrap this kind of community show up and um, also get some other questions from, from the ladies. So who? let's start with Montre, because I have you here down at the bottom. Okay. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> No, I'm sorry. All right, so Matre, I'll, I'll shoot it to you. What does it mean to be unapologetically black in your community service? I'll, I'll put it that way as well. Oh, that is a really good question. Um, standing in who I am as a black woman, recognizing my presence as a black woman, and the space that I uh, that I take up, and the energy that I bring into those places, and uh, speaking up. Um, I have had an experience where um, I was with a was a well, I was with a colleague, and there was a misinterpretation uh, understanding from uh, from an unapologetically black male who she felt was confrontational, and I said, you know, he's you know he's um, he's just expressing himself, and I wanted to be clear and and in a sense protect him from that narrative of the angry black man that he's threatening when he was only trying to communicate, but he was communicating very passionately. 
And as a Black woman, I understood where his message was and where his motivation was coming from. So for me, being unapologetically Black in that particular moment uh, meant pulling my uh, non-Black colleague to the side and having a side conversation. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, I, that does, I mean, that's serving the community. You gotta let them know. <laughs> you have to know the space that you're, you are taking up. And again, uh, as when we talk about community outreach and engagement in diverse communities, um, we, we do have to know the spaces that we are in. Um, and, you know, the first thing some people see is, is our skin color. Mm-hmm. So being unapologetically mm-hmm. black, uh, you don't water yourself down for anyone. Um, this is who I am. Mm-hmm. And I love those earrings. Thank you. Hide your jewelry by Cody. Yes, they are unapologetically <laughs> black. Oh, let me see. This one is better. I wear oh, yeah. Oh, I like it. Is that wooden? Yes, it is, darling. Mm-hmm. Okay, I like that. I wear these all the time. I love them. Mm-hmm. So, um, Miss Sharon Parker, yes, to you, I, I know the work that you do in uh, with Rosa, uh, but tell us what it means to you personally uh, to be unapologetically Black. Well, I would start off by saying God doesn't make any mistakes. And mm-hmm. if you do a little history, a little research, you know, Black goes back, as you can imagine, from the beginning, mm-hmm. now, I'm a true believer that in order for you to be able to lead the community, to lead the next generation, to inspire our adults and to inspire our um, elders, you've got to love yourself. And if, if you're Black and you don't love yourself, especially in 2022, I'm not sure what's going on with you because there's so much greatness going on all around us. You got celebrities talking about Black history. You got politicians talking about Black history. You got sports people talking about Black history. You have entrepreneurs. You have the globe talking about the significance of how much Blacks have contributed to the world. And being unapologetically unapologetically Black for me is understanding that if I can get on a predominantly white platform, an organization, which is called the American Mothers, Inc., that was established back in 1935 in New York City that has over 85,000 members across the country. If I can come into that organization and make a presence to say, look, I'm coming in with Rosa. I'm coming and sharing that. I know when you go on the website at www.americanmothers.org, you'll see majority um, people that's not of color. Well, how can I work with this organization to change that? Turn that around. You have to love yourself. You have to be able to collaborate at 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 an executive level to get your foot in the door, but most importantly, create a platform where you can share more people of color, more moms who are out there leading in the community. So I'm happy to say for the last seven years that we've been recognizing mothers in Maryland under the American Mothers, Inc. organization, and they became the mother of the year. We have the mother of the year right now, Dr. Tashika Green. Go Google her. Go put her name in Facebook and see how she's working with young people um, and not just, you know, African-Americans, all people. So my 
to be unapologetically black is knowing that no matter how light how dark you are when you walk into anyone's room okay you focus on where you came from and then you can leave people as you go along i don't care what nationality or what color someone may be could could i interject really quickly Miss Parker, you said something about where you came from, uh, unapologetically Black, meaning uh, dispelling the narrative that our only history is from slaves. That's right. So being unapologetically Black about our origin and our contributions. So that's, I just wanted to say that, so. (laughs) (laughs) Hallelujah. Listen, you said a whole word. (laughs) Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and then Renee, wait a minute. Are we are earring twins? Girl, I had to go change my earrings. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I had to run upstairs and put on my African earrings. I was like, oh, she the Oh, wow. Twins. Yes, because we nice. are unapologetically black. Every yes. time I walk into a room and I wear these two, people acknowledge it. There's, I, think mm-hmm. I wore these on a trip. Like, these are the only earrings I wore the whole trip and people are like what is you know I love your earrings I love your earrings you know from everywhere and it was just these simple earrings and I you know it's just the acknowledgement sometimes it's the acknowledgement of the greatness like you said it's like you know I thank you these wooden earrings just the simple simplicity yes okay Miss Karen Jordan (laughs) you tell us what it means to you to be unapologetically black it's uh, so so much good information and good words from all of you. And to me, it just means, um, you know, paying homage and, and having my culture, having my history, having, um, you know, my heritage and taking action with that in the community mm-hmm. um, to see it to thrive. Um, a lot of times when I go through good times and I go through bad times, I think about my family. And um, all all of it, you know, my my husband, my kids, my mom and my dad, my grandparents, my great aunts and uncles. And so much I feel like um, we need to share that. We need to continue to push that and that I'm not only sharing it with with my kids, you know, raising my kids and doing for them, but I'm doing that out in the community and taking action with that. And that is doing community work being able to go out and volunteer, being able to donate to other charities, not just to, um, you know, look at the work that I'm doing, but to really go out and be on mission for what I can do in Mm -hmm. contributing and remembering and sharing uh, the stories, the experiences that I have had throughout my life, uh, my parents and the stories um, and experiences they've had through their life, and definitely my grandparents. I mean, it just, it, it shines on me and shines through me when I go out and I say, you know, I'm going to share a part of me to make sure that what I can contribute to anybody and everybody in every possible way that I can. And not just, um, you know, giving somebody a shirt off my back, but sharing a word, sharing a story, sharing a life experience, listening to theirs and sharing their stories with others. It is so important to communicate and to just, you know, share our history and share our culture. It's everywhere. 
And I don't want it to be buried. I don't want it to be forgotten. You know, it is going to live on and on and on, but we have to keep sharing it. We have to get it out there. Let it be seen. Um, I, I just get it out. Say it, share it, do it. You said speak it. <laughs> That's right. That please, is. Please, please. I love that. I, you guys, again, this show is always like therapy to me. So I'm glad that I, I'm able to come in here and, and um, at the end of this unapologetically black series, it's been phenomenal. Like we've had, um, we started off with leaders in media on Monday. That was powerful. We had leaders in education yesterday and today uh, we have leaders in community and it's just really about just doing the work that makes you a leader. The fact that you ladies are stepping up and doing the work makes you a leader. And I think that we understand that here at Black Women Connecting Communities and that's why we do what we do um, so that we can give a platform to people so that we can showcase all the work that is being done. Like it takes the different levels of people to do that. So thank you guys for doing that. So do y'all have anybody, anybody else have any questions y'all want to wrap up? I just want to say, like, because we was having a private chat, and and Montre, when you, Miss Parker, when you was talking about the forty acres in the mule, Montre I, was like, "Really?" I saw that in the chat. <laughs> like, no, I, I tell you, um, I, I can't stress enough how I really, really encourage you all to get this book. When I when I tell you I'm walking my story right now, I wrote this book five years ago, and again, the power of five. This year, I'm, I'm on so many platforms just sharing my story. But Calvert County um, is one of the oldest colonies that was established back in 1634. And back in those times, the Britain brought over indentured slaves. Some of them were free. And for whatever reason, they really protected the Blacks down in Calvert County, and they gave them land after the Emancipation Proclamation in 1865. Mm -hmm. And my grandparents, who were born in the middle 1800s, they they were slaves. And then after the Emancipation Proclamation, they became free, and they had 40 acres. And they built, you know, homes on, they had only, and, and my great-grandfather was named Benjamin Parker and his wife was named Hattie, I mean, um, Grace Parker, and they had four children. Well, my grandmother was Hattie Parker and Hattie Parker was the only one out of the four children who did not get any acres in the property until I became the personal representative for my family back in 2014. It took us eight years to make it happen, but the power of five is, guys, this year, My family has claimed their portion of the acres, and now we can go build homes on this property because of some logistical issues with family, as you can imagine. But just make a long story short, do a little research about Calvert County and and, and understand the significance of the history down there. Um, It used to be 60% Blacks in Calvert County. Now it's only 13%. And, and that 60% used to own a lot of properties and land, and now they don't. But that's a long story, and, and that's going to be in my second book. But just know, yes, my family got the 40 acres in the mule. All four children of my great-grandfather now 
have their interest. They're living on six acres a piece because we went down from 40 to 25 due to you know some tax issues or whatever. But we still have that property. So we can go grow food on the property right now. We can, you know, we can build homes on the property right now. We can build resorts on the property right now. We can do a lot of things that the average person can't do unless they're getting a loan from a bank. That is uh, amazing because a lot of people don't know that. Like, it's amazing that your family, you know, went through that. <laughs> you know, yeah. yeah, a lot of people don't go through the, the, the research and the time and the trouble. Like, and believe you know, me, yeah. if I had not have taken project management, and, and I want to, I don't know if you all know about that field, but I'm an introvert. And you probably wouldn't imagine, but I love being for being behind the scenes. And Chris can tell you when she sees me, I'm always on a down low. I'm always quiet. You don't hear me hardly talking at all. But if I'm passionate about something or if I want to birth something, I'm going to work at it until it happens. And I'm also teaching people how to do that today under a program that I have, which is called Leading Within Through Project Management. But guess what? I'm using my platform to educate others. So leading within is what I do on, with everything. I don't care what organization, I don't care what initiative, I'm always behind the scenes helping them to do some things that I had to overcome to do, like speaking in front of people, like you know, create web, <laughs> do video productions. All that. Know, all of it. I had to learn it. And now I'm teaching young people, adults and elders how to do it. That is a beautiful thing. So we're going to take one more quick break and we're going to come back. We're just going to give out your social media information. Let everybody know how they can get in touch with you one one more time and close out the show. We want to thank you so much for sticking around and, and just fellowshipping with us and, you know, sharing information. This is this is great. Black Women Connected Communities. This is day three of our Unapologetically Me series. Uh, the final day. So when we come back, we're going to close this thing all the way out. But make sure you keep it locked. Season four of Black Women Connected Community starts on March 9th. But we'll have more information on that. You can always go to www.elkwomencc.com and check out all the information. So check it out. Uh, next song coming up, Bob Marley and the Whalers. Get up, stand up. <laughs> Thank you for sticking around. Peace. You're welcome. Get up, stand up. Stand up for your right. Get up, stand up. Stand up for your right. Get up, stand up. Stand up for your right. Preacher man, oh, tell me Heaven is on the dear I know you don't know What life is really worth It's an all that Peter is cold After the story had never been told So now you see the light hey, Stand up for your right Come on, get up Get up, stand up, don't give up the fight. 
Group, also known as the Awe Group, and the Awe Group is a mental health organization and support group geared towards providing various resources, wellness programs, and encouragement to women and families who are living with a mental health condition. Connect with us by visiting theawgroup.org or follow us on Instagram or Facebook under at the Awe Group. That's T H E A W E Group. Welcome, welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to Black Women Connected Communities right here on Wild Radio. And this segment is sponsored today by Alphabet in a Flash. Give your children a culturally rich learning experience with Alphabet in a Flash. These Alphabet flashcards are perfect for children of all ages who are learning to read. This high-quality flashcard is created by a black mom and illustrated by a black dad who both believe that representation matters. ABC flashcards make perfect gifts for preschool teachers, preschool-age children, birthdays, baby showers, play day activities, Easter baskets, and just for and because gifts. Purchase the matching ABC poster to complete the set. Also, check out the flashcards that teach our children's shapes and colors. These flashcards are available for purchase on Glowstream TV, but you got to go to www.blkwomencc.com slash news to find these items for purchase. Again, go to www dot blk women cc slash news to find these links for purchase all you have to do is check out our news page y'all but again welcome back everyone welcome welcome back ladies yes back <laughs> it has been a great show you guys like i said we are going to uh get straight to it in in a get the contact last last quotes you know last minute words in and close out this show wrap up our series so so i will start with look i'm not gonna start with you this time on track <laughs> okay um miss parker do you have any uh, final thoughts and any any last minute contact information that you would like to share with everybody 
Sure. I just want to, my final thoughts would be just remember Black History Month is 365 days a year, just because we're only five days away um, before the end of February. But, you know, I I celebrate it every day and I, I hope I can inspire others to celebrate it every day as well. So please, please don't forget that. Um, I, again, I mentioned that I'm doing my ninth annual Leading Within Conference. Um, it's going to be at May, May 20th through the 22nd. Yes, I'm looking for speakers. I'm looking for authors. I'm looking for vend- um, vendors, sponsors, um, team members, um, volunteers. Just go to the www.themakingofyou.com. Go um, click on join and and your information will come directly to me. I will reach out to you. Believe me, um, every project I serve on, even my conferences, we we learn so much about the community and we connect so many wonderful people. So God has blessed me to connect connect a lot of great people together. So I love to share with every platform that I come on. But just remember, Black History Month 365. That's right, 365 Black History Month. We're going to go right on over now to Montre. If you have any just closing comments or anything you'd like to say uh, as we conclude this uh, three-day series. No, I think it's great that you, um, thanks for having me and for the panel and for everyone, their contributions to the community at large. And uh, it truly is and does take a village. Uh, The power of five Uh, in Israel's uh, promise. Uh, We are the promise keepers. So just to thread everything there and just to stay engaged. Yes. Mm, Amen. Come on now with the, come on with the word. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Listen, don't get me started. Okay. (laughs) It's Karen Jordan. Uh Uh-oh, hold on. You're muted. Karen's muted. There you go. There I am. There I am. I'm sorry. That's all right. (laughs) No, I want to thank you guys for having me. This has been absolutely wonderful. Um, And, you know, Francesca couldn't make it. And, you know, boo for her, but yay for me. I got to come in and speak with you guys. This has been wonderful. Um, But I would leave you guys um, in looking at um, how we can affect things is to just take action. You know, we can have great visions, we can have awesome goals, we can make excellent plans, but it all is for nothing if we don't take action. So whether that is going out and serving in the community or volunteering or just living your best life, um, just take action and live it loud and proud and just go and do it. And um, of course, I'm here representing Israel's Promised Land Foundation, and our social media is uh, Rise R I S E I P L on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter. We're everywhere, and our um, website is www.riseipl.org. And thank all right, you thank you, thank you so much. Um, I'm going to let you ladies go and close it out with the uh, BWCC ladies and get their little final comments and everything like that. So thank you ladies for joining us. Appreciate you and enjoy the rest of your night. Thank you. All right. So Bookie. I'm unmuted. I like that. RPC. Can we we do that? Is this like a new thing? RPC. I like it. Okay, yeah. so I had to go change my earrings, y'all. Look at my earrings. Look what it says. Yes, yes. Lift it. 
Yeah. It says unapologetically black. I yes. totally forgot to come in. What was I thinking? Oh my God, my brain, my that 70 degree weather just killed my brain cells, right? No, Chris yeah. came on with the spirit of the earrings. It was when Chris <laughs> came on, then the spirit came. Yeah, <laughs> Those are amazing, Boogie. The spirit of the Thank you. I totally forgot I had them. I was like, duh. When Renee says she went to go change hers, I was like, I gotta go. But this has been great. I mean, all, every time we have our unapologetically black series, it's always such a great series because we get so much information. And I love hearing the things that people are doing in the community. I love hearing from our leaders. I love what women are doing in media. It's just, mm -hmm. I love it. It's amazing. It's absolutely phenomenal. And these and guests that we tonight were powerful. I told, I don't know if Miss Sharon saw it in the chat. I was, I was like, I want to just sit at her feet with a cup of tea and just listen to her that. family history. That's what I want to do. Like, just absorb it all in. That was great. I think that's what it's about, too. You know, we passing it down, like, that is part of our job as media. What we do here, you know, is, is to have conversation, <laughs> you know, have conversation. That's part of our, <laughs> so, you know, connect the community. That's what we do. So when we come and we have these conversations, it's not just to share the information, but it really is to, you know, connect and bond and see how we can work together and not just... Uh, shine on our own. I think it's beautiful. Karen Jordan said, thank you for having me. Hugs, loves, and kisses. Black is so beautiful, and I agree. I agree, and I, I love all the work that everybody is doing. I learned so much. Like, I have to go back and listen to yesterday's show. Look at yesterday's show because I missed it because I had two weddings. Yes, but yes, but it was love day. You know, love was in the air yesterday. So, but um, I think that the, the, I know that yesterday is just a snippet because I saw a snippet on social media of Ty's interview. So I know the show was great. And I just look forward to uh, to catching up on that. So if anybody else like me miss any of the days, they can go and check it out. Uh, you can go on to our YouTube, the uh, Black Women Connected Communities. You can also go to our, our Facebook. Yes, Facebook Live. Yes. Oh, yeah. And then you can also go and listen to all of them on WOW Radio. So you can go to www.wowuradio.net slash BLK Women CC. See, look, that's what they say is down there. <laughs> down there. The visuals are great. I love it. Um, what else? Is there anything else? I just wanted to say that I love getting into conversations with people that I never knew were working in our community and doing the things that they were doing. Mm -hmm. um, like Miss Parker said, she likes being in the background. Mm -hmm. And so many people are in the background doing amazing things. And it's only when we start talking um, that we learn what we have in common, what they're doing that we also want to get involved with. Um, our guests had a lot in, in so now they can connect if if they choose to. And that's what I think is really powerful about having this um, platform to bring people together to have those conversations and bring these good works to light. Mm. We're going we're gonna to get again. We're going to thank our uh, program director, Carib Jim, 
for you know this creation. Yes, we did it together. I know, <laughs> but you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna say it all the time. I know. Over there, look. <laughs> so can you know? You know, no, thank you really for the, you know, the vision and the work for bringing everybody together, you know, because we are um, a team and we get it done. And I love, and I love that about us. And that's what I'm saying, like, Renee, there's so many working parts yep. of Black Women Connected Communities. There's so many people in the background, like, it's a lot that we do. So a shout out lot. to you. And don't forget, right, so with all that being said, season four starts. March 9th, March 9th, 8 p.m. We'll be doing our local candidate show. Um, I'm not even going to tell you who the local candidates are, but I will tell you who the host is. One of our moderators, Dr. James Dula. He will be on moderating um, our uh, local candidates forum. Again, that's March 9th. Of course, it's a Wednesday and it's at 8 p.m. And then the next show after that, is March 30th, and that is our Global Sisters United Day show. Wow. So, yep. We're going to have a great That's March. a bang. Yep. That's a bang bang right there. Yep, yep, yep. I don't like it. And well, I also, I'm excited. I got to, again, shout out our sponsors for tonight. I got to shout out um, our lovely $5 Bling, one of our sponsors, and Alphabet in a Flash. And, of course, go to BWCC. Okay, you got to go to our website, Okay. BLKWomenCC.com slash news. Go there. Check it out. Um, we posted the graphic earlier. So you saw, you see what the news page looks like. And just click on those links on the news page. You can click on the alphabet in the flash. I really think that is dope. Um, Chris and I actually homeschool our kids together. Uh, and we're doing actually our younger ones. We're getting them on a schedule. So I think those flashcards will really come in handy. Because she has a two-year-old. And I have a, a three-year-old daughter. We both have daughters, and I think we should get those flashcards. I think I think we should. I think they will come in handy. And again, mm. lovely five-dollar bling, changing the way you look and changing the way you feel. So check them out again on our <laughs> website and follow BLK Women CC. I'm going to say it every single episode until you can't forget it. BLK Women CC across all social media platforms Facebook, IG, Twitter, TikTok. We're on TikTok. We've actually been on TikTok for a little while. Look at the little one. There she goes. <laughs> as soon as you said she had a daughter, I look up and there she is. I know. She just I knew she's been talking. I was like, I was like, Hey, we're mothers. We're black women. We're we're unapologetically black. Unapologetically black. Yes. Look at her. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And she doesn't. She's unapologetically everything. She's unapologetically <laughs> too. <laughs> Look at her. She's so cute. This is such a great series, you guys. I really love it. I can't wait till our next one. Hopefully, we could tap into maybe some tech in our next series. Some law, maybe. That's where my mind is going. I'm just saying. So you got to keep it locked to Wild Radio, Black Women Connected Communities to find out more about that. And I said it out loud, so it's definitely going to happen. Just remind me, Chris. <laughs> oh, I was just going to say, well, we're going to follow your lead, but we got you. Understood. Tech and law. I think we need to talk about it. Definitely need Understood. to talk about it. 
So I we are going it. to see you guys March 9th. What's the song that we got coming up? Maybe I should cue the song. Oh, I like this song. And who who gave these? I think this was your suggestion, Renee, because you and Portia gave music suggestions uh, for tonight. And um, this one is Curtis Mayfield. Was that you? No, but I was thinking about it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what is that? Diamond in the Back? Yeah. I think it's yeah, yeah, that's, that's, a... that's you. You can't have a Black History Month without a little Diamond in the Back sunroof. Oh, yes, yes. All right, so we got now. some Curtis Mayfield to take us out. For those of you guys who are listening on Wild Radio, <laughs> if you want to know where to go, look at the bottom of the screen. It's right there. You go right to our show page on Wild Radio yuradio.net slash BOKWomenCC and you'll get to check out this track. And it's about seven minutes long so might want to go over there and check it out. Relax. Wind down. It's, it's the end of the night for us. For me it's the end of the night. I want to relax. So you guys, we'll Say see bye you bye later. Bye. Say bye bye. Power. Say bye bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye-bye. All right. Good night. Bye, young good night. queen. Good night, everybody. Drive.
Did you miss us? We're back. We're back. We are back. We're back with season two of Black Women Connecting Community. Make sure you check us out at blkwomencc.com for all of our blogs. We have a store, y'all. We have different articles. So make sure you keep it locked to wowyouradio.net and check us out and share it with everyone. And also make sure you follow us at blkwomencc on all social media platforms. Because we are back. I hope you enjoy season one, but season two, we're coming with a vengeance. Did you know that BWCC is now streaming on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and iHeartRadio? Yep, that's right. Go to any of these platforms and search Black Women Connecting Communities. That's Black Women Connecting, C-O-N-N-E-X-T-I-N-G, Communities. Follow us and add us to your list of favorite podcasts. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.